Hey, this is Greg Grunberg, a.k.a. your favorite Star Wars character, Snap Wexley, and you are right where you need to be listening to yet another amazing episode of the Black Squadron podcast. Welcome back to the Black Squadron Podcast, episode 24, question mark? Sounds right. Yeah, we'll go with 24. We'll go with that. Yeah. Uh, back with the usual suspects. We've got Slade, David, and Mari Jade. Yo! Yay! And for this, for this episode of Ups and Downs, we're doing solo, and we have a special guest. We're joined once again by the DMV's very own item versio, Bria Livornia. Hey, everyone. It's me. And the crowd goes wild. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So if you guys are just joining in for the first time ever, five up, three down. So we each pick one thing we liked from the movie and one thing we disliked. One person goes, the next person goes, and we just go round robin until we run out of things to say. Um, so we will start this week by saying, remember, it's not real unless it's on StarWars.com with today's <laughs> news. So... We'll go there. All right. So I think this week, I think Slade started this last week. And guess what? We're going to do that again this week. Slade, hey you're up. <laughs> Hi. Okay. So uh, I really like this movie. <laughs> <laughs> I know a lot of people gave Solo shit when it came out. Like, that's that's not Han Solo. And, uh, you know, Disney's killing the franchise. Whatever. Get, shut up, you idiots. Anyway, yeah, 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 yeah. I liked it. When I first saw it, I liked it the second time I saw it, and I really liked it on the rewatch now. Um, and I'm going to say to start, probably no surprise here to BP, um, my biggest like is probably Enfys Nest. Uh, I absolutely love the the fighting ability that, you know, on, on the train in the beginning, you just see, because what you see before that, you see Beckett holding his own very well in a fight. Uh, in the battle, he's able to just take his boom booms and shoot everybody, and he's badass. But then Infinite mm-hmm. Nest just comes in and clowns him, basically. And then the whole evolution of the character into the end of the movie, where you see she's the freaking like mother of the rebellion. That's what she is. She's that's awesome. I love it. Love every bit of it. Love the reveals. Love Warwick Davis on her crew. Everything. That's my. Life. She has the coolest name ever for her staff. It's called an Electro Ripper. Yeah, that's on my list was her staff in particular. (laughs) (laughs) Just so cool. All right, Slade, in your first dislike. My first dislike is the audacity of the producers of this movie. (laughs) (laughs) That's why they they all wear cargo pants to carry all that audacity. (laughs) Anyone can go ahead and Google the... um, concept art for solo and they had this amazing berserker ewok in the pit with chewy in the prison pit in the concept <laughs> art yes and they took it out bastards <laughs> yeah that's where they lost mike <laughs> so right. hey hold on hold on do that again wait <laughs> 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 oh my god you weren't kidding 
Why would I be kidding? You walk agenda. <laughs> what an amazing bit that would have been to have this crazy feral fucking Ewok in there that Chewie even cowers from, because he just he looks rough. I mean, he's you know three foot tall, but he just tear him up. And they shied away from it. They backed down. They said, "No, we're not going to do this." So dislike to those producers that gave the thumbs down to that storyboard. Beefy. Wow. Yeah, I just found the picture. I'm going to post <laughs> it on all our social media because the world <laughs> needs to see this. I don't know how I never saw this before. I know yeah, my shit. <laughs> <laughs> There's an Ewok and Slade sniffs it out. <laughs> Any mention of an Ewok and he's like, where? <laughs> I'm up. Oh, All right. here he comes. <laughs> oh, <it's laughs> and he, he's had that since he was seven also. I'll do uh, my... Uh... Actually, since I was three, my good man. Oh, three. <laughs> My favorite part of Star Wars Celebration, we asked uh, Ian to hold it, and he goes, as long as I can choke it. <laughs> and he did. It was wonderful. He I did. All right. Uh, uh, Bria, you want to go next? Sure. Uh, I will just, I would say Kira, but I don't want to take like a whole broad character. Because um, she's I mean, on I will... my list, too. <laughs> yeah, she's number one on my list, but like, because very specifically, the giant sigh of relief I felt the first time I saw the movie and I saw how they ended her arc because I was so worried that number one, they were going to kill her. Number two, that they were going to like make it just make her the love interest. And they elevated her story so much more. Like when she takes, when she tells him to go and it's the first time she's lied to him because the whole rest of the movie, she spends the entire time telling Han the truth and being like, look, stuff has changed. I'm going to need you to like get with the program here. And he's like, no, it's fine. I have come back and it's like Han, for the love of God. Uh, But that's the first time she lies to him. And she's like, you know, I'll be right behind you. And she does the smart thing. And she does what's she does what's right for her. It's not necessarily like the good person choice, and I love her for it. Like, I know a lot of people are like, "Oh, I want to see a so a sequel to Solo." I'm like, "No, no, no! I don't care about that. Like, I literally care about Kira and Emphis Ness. Like, let me just see them like butt heads and be frenemies, and that's all I want in life." <laughs> yes, please and thank you. <laughs> uh, I will say that the 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 yacht that she leaves on or driving bosses being named the first light. So baller. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Uh, David, you, uh... Nah, that's what the dawn is. It's the first light. Yay. <laughs> oh, let's see. Mine would be the planets. All the different planets that we got on there. The and question is, it's is Pluto still a planet in that galaxy? Uh, I'm pretty sure they, they made the somehow. <laughs> uh, Vandor, especially uh, with the with the range troopers, that scene was awesome. Now, what I'm about to say that went along with that scene was not, but uh, yeah, the range troopers and the train stuff like that that was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, just like on that was. The way Val died. The way she just and see that was my next dislike was like uh, I didn't like Val, how Val died and I didn't like how Val died. Right. Val yeah. <laughs> real the way they died on that scene was just I uh, yeah, left a bad taste in my mouth. 
I mean, I thought I guess... she was going to have a lot more bigger part than what she did. She could have had a bigger part. Rio could have definitely had a bigger part. And uh, way to let me love somebody for like five minutes and then kill them off. But... Yeah, I loved Rio. At least and Rio... you're watching Game of Thrones now, so that's just right up there. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> At least Rio died doing something. The I call it now retroactively the IG eleven effect where Val's like one started to go against her. She's like, eh, self destruct. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah, that's my likes and dislike. Yeah, I was pretty bummed when she went so quickly. Yeah. As well. it, it's crappy that they did that too to like one of the first black woman in a prominent role in Star Wars. Like I remember seeing that and the film had to work pretty hard to get me back. The first time I saw it, I was like, did you really do that? To Number one, not just to Val, but to Thandie Newton. Like, <laughs> has no one seen Westworld and that's what you do to Thandie Newton? Like, come on. And why is it the, only, the first death in the movie of Star Wars, they wanted it to be like that? Like, they were okay. What were they going to say? I mean, if that's the way it was written, that's the way it was written. <laughs> They're not going to say, no, no, no. The only one that could probably say that is Mark, but then he, I think he lost that battle too. So... All right, Mara, you're up. Um, my first like um was the chase scene on Corellia where um Han's being chased by the the bad guys. I can't rem- now I can't remember their His name is Moloch. Yeah. Um yes. I love the part where they like split off and then they both do that cool like side drift. The Tokyo drift. Yeah, I loved that scene. It was it was just a different land chase, so very unique. Yeah, I really liked it. I liked the speeder too, the M sixty eight that Han stole or Yeah. <laughs> that thing it. was so cool looking. Um, and then my dislike, um I think a lot of people disliked this. I don't understand why they didn't just go with the scrolling text at the beginning. Oh, the um Instead they were like, here's a little tidbit. The crawl. Here's a little, yeah, why didn't they do... They still <laughs> had text. So because Ron they Howard. <laughs> four sentences, right? They just did four. There were there was like four or five of them, but like fill that space. Uh, it was a up. bit, because they were yeah. talking about, you know, hey, there's a bunch of dicks living around in this place. They're really bad people. It's a bad time. But then they like went in. But there's this just, hero like, guy. Like, it's really a bad time. And yeah, like, hey. they need it. Like, yeah, like if you're not gonna do the scrolling text, and you don't really it, need, like, don't. It was do the it. same effect. You're just reading a little bit of the pre-story. They they could have had a scroll. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's a very Star Wars. That's a very part of Star Wars. So why not can just have that in there? So yeah, I think they got roasted for that quite a bit for a while yeah. until they, until people found something else to be mad about. Of course. <laughs> As they are to do. Um, so my first like this week for Solo, I'm going to go with uh, when I first saw this moment in the theater, it was really cool. But after going to Galaxy's Edge and then turning the corner and seeing it for the first time myself, Han's first time seeing the Falcon. Uh, that was awesome. Uh, I totally <laughs> felt that this time around watching it. The music uh, build up to that was yes. intense. The music playing it, the how it changes right as he sees it. Yeah. So good. There was um, a couple of beats with with Han and music changing in the movie. Yeah. And it's it was noticeable. It was really good. 
Bria's crossing something off her list. <laughs> no, I was, I was actually like, making another notation. I feel like you guys are going to take more of mine, so I just want to like... <laughs> I know. I've already crossed like seven things off. Don't worry. I have some really random things on mine. <laughs> accepted. Um, and then my dislike. This is... We were talking before we started recording. We This is a lot of nitpicky stuff because I had a, such a hard time finding something I disliked in the movie aside from what's already been mentioned. Um, what would we have done if that Imperial officer, uh, I think his name was Drod something, if he would have named Han Solo Han, like, Alono, or... <laughs> that was my second dislike, and I only have three. That was my second one, too. <laughs> it's just... Ah, Bree's going to get to it first. <laughs> It'd be really funny. Like, what, what else could he have named him that means alone? <laughs> Han by himself, oh. <laughs> It's French. Han, Han stranded. Han. <laughs> All right. Uh, I believe Slade is up. No. Uh, I'm going to go with the, as a like, the uh, impeccable Donald Glover's impersonation of Lando. Um, I remember, I clearly remember being in the theater where they're walking up to the, the Sabak table and you hear the voice. And I was like, how the f- no that's that that's real lando that's lando's voice and then i see donald glover doing it and i'm like is is that him doing this voice and it was perfect i love his attitude in this i love his panache i love his acting everything about him in this um is is great um first of all he, he, borderlines, he has this borderline um erotic tendency with everyone he talks to like it could be han it could be a droid it could be a girl it could be chewy it doesn't matter he and, and i love every second of it everybody's um, sexy baby yeah <laughs> uh yeah i love that i said that so many times that like the last conventions i've been at um but i was gonna say slate any episode that you can work panache into is a good episode <laughs> i'll try and keep it going all right yeah. uh oh this one's gonna piss me this, so I just, like, this, what was that, David? Uh, I piggyback off the Lando thing was whenever he first said Han. Oh, yeah. Oh, Han. I, I think it's Han. Up. Did he do that to be a dick, or did he do that because Han called it Sabak? Both. Both? Yeah, that's the way I got it, too. Han. Han. Love it. Han. All right, your dislike, Han. sir? My dislike, I think, is going to, might not be one of people agree with. I don't like how all in they went with what the Kessel Run is. And what I mean by that, yeah, we, it was established some years after A New Hope that K- the Kessel Run isn't a, uh, a, a parsec isn't a speed, it's a distance. So they showed that in this, that it's not about speed, it's about distance. That's what a parsec is. And he finished the Kessel run in 12 parsecs as opposed to, you know, whatever, 50-something that it's supposed to be. Only um, if you round down. Only, it was 13. Yeah. Right. Um, it makes everything else, though, not make sense even more. Because now the ship isn't fast. Because it took a shortcut, that doesn't mean you finished the Kessel run. That doesn't make your ship faster, which is what Han's claim always is. 
hey, my ship is the fastest one. It finished the Kessel Run in 12 parsecs. No, that just means you were able to take a left turn and not get eaten by a giant kraken. It, it wasn't like a speed thing that did it. And it was it was the coaxium that was injected. It wasn't your ship that did the, the fast. So they really went more like, they doubled down on the retcon of Parsec being a distance, not a speed, but that makes the ship not fast. And that little, sh- it's stupid, I know. That bugs me. I um, mean, have you met Han Solo? <laughs> He's not <laughs> always the brightest crayon in the box. That's He's a fabulous that. point, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> he, you know what? He might be the only person in the galaxy. This is a great point. I love this take of it. That he might be the only person in the galaxy that's like, no, no, no. That shows how fast my ship is. It's because I did the castle <laughs> run like that. And everyone's mm-hmm. like, you're an idiot. It's not a speed. It's a distance. <laughs> and he's, he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah okay. that everyone's giving him. No, is, it's always been one of, oh, that guy's dumb. Uh, <laughs> all right. That's my new headcanon. He has no idea what he's talking about. Yeah, he's just dumb. Uh, <laughs> by the way, a parsec is 19 trillion miles. Wow. I did that the other day. Now you know. <laughs> How do they do that without going light speed? Anyway. Uh, Don't- it's all fake in space. Don't think you are. Magic. Magic. That's not how the force works. It's also 210,000 astronomical units, which equates to 3.3 light years. There's a whole Wikipedia page for Parsec. <laughs> astronomical. This is a lot. There's a lot going on here. All right. Uh, Bria, I think Bria's up. Yeah. Okay. So my leg is very specific. It is that like brief two seconds uh when han walks up to to meet lando for the first time and he is framed and lando is framed perfectly between han's legs like that (laughs) shot is just so beautiful to me and i don't know why like it's blinking you miss it but like that's just perfect perfect framing um and then my dislike (laughs) it's sort of it's sort of like what bp was saying but i'm gonna like tweak it a little bit because that way i can still count it um, I hated the cutesy tendency to have to answer everything. Like individually, I don't mind like seeing how Han won the Falcon. I don't mind seeing the castle run, but like the solo part was just like, dude, it's just it could have just been his name. It's fine. Yeah, like it was on. It did seem a bit unnecessary. <laughs> yeah, I just I thought the film would have done just a little bit better if they hadn't tried to answer everything. And yeah, yeah, I, I would have preferred instead of that scene, take that time they devoted to that to a scene where Lando is at a tailor <laughs> getting another cape. <laughs> another cape. <laughs> yeah. Uh, is it Mari's turn? Mari. Um, my next one is uh, it's just Woody Harrelson. That's fair. like <laughs> this was a part for Woody Harrelson. He did so phenomenal in this particular one and i think i looked at my dad when we were doing the rewatch tonight and i was like how big of a fan of star wars was woody harrelson and when he finally got to say something like i'm on the um oh my gosh the gun on the on the millennium fall ventral ventral the ventral cannon i I don't know why i just totally blanked on that but i was like how did did he nerd out when he got to see that he gets to say that i'm on the ventral cannon i got this do you guys watch Parks and Rec at all? Anybody? Yeah. Yes. So when Ron Swanson is like breaks his character and he gives that really high pitched squeal, sometimes I imagine Woody yeah. Harrelson did that and they had to edit it out. <laughs> when he when he runs around the corner, he's like, 
Yeah. Um, <laughs> I I loved him in this movie. His weapon, his blasters were so cool. And the way he just like gunslingered them. them. Yeah. Yeah. I actually looked them up because anybody wants to know because I'm a nerd and I love this kind of stuff. But one of the big blaster was an RSKF 44 and his little side loader, basically a six shooter in Star Wars, was a DG 29. So if you guys want to get nuts and get those for yourself, there you go. <laughs> Yeah, he's. Oh, I love Woody Harrelson. He already has them in his collection. Yeah, <laughs> his arsenal. Uh, Dave, what you got out there? Hey, skip my dislike. Yeah, dislike. Oh, did I? Oh my god. Yes. Yeah, you did that to Bria too. earlier too. I know. But it's okay because the next person said Val, and I was just like, yes, just. <laughs> <laughs> but I was gonna expand on the solo name. I love that this is still going. The fact that he kept solo, and it of. An imperial officer gave him his last name, and then he just was like, "I hate them." But you know, I'm sure. <laughs> Sounds that. cool. Like that that I didn't like that. I mean, it sounds cool, I suppose. There Maybe he pro- didn't know he can get rid of it. That's true. I mean, he did go his whole life just as Han. Just Han, yeah. <laughs> okay, now you can go, David. All right, David, you're <laughs> turn. See. When Beckett gave Han the DL-44, that was yep. a big, like, you always wonder how he got it and how, because in the original movie, I mean, he treated that like his baby. Yeah, the Falcon was, but so was the 44. So it's always in the, all these stories that you have in the back of your mind, like how, how they get stuff and they answered a lot of it in there. But um, that, that was a, Good scene for me. Uh, just like uh, Dryden Voss. No, Them's really, fighting I'm, words. Yeah, yeah really. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. No, I didn't like his character. Oh, man. I thought really dry. I thought coming in, yeah. I thought we were going to have a bigger. I mean, you, you have Tarkin. You know, you got like all these other villains, side villains, not even like. I guess the main one. And I just thought I was expecting more from him and you only saw him for so long and it was really yeah. I mean that's kind of the Star Wars way, right? Uh, they show a villain, they lead up to the movie and the villain's in it for a couple minutes. Yeah, but at least Fazla. at least Tarkin blew up a bit, uh, planet in front of Leia. See, he, I like just... Dryden. <laughs> Oh God, he walks. <laughs> there comes the no, I was gonna say I liked Dryden as a villain because like he left me feeling super unnerved, especially with a lot of his interactions with Kira. Um, and I don't know if that's something I necessarily picked on more because I am a woman and I'm very attuned to like the creepy, the kind of like creepy and sort of possessive way he was dealing with her a lot. And I'm like, I don't, so I would not want to be in a room with him. Yeah, he but, totally. Like, can... oh, yeah, hey, go ahead. Those, those mannerisms, just like, uh, my skin was crawling. <laughs> uh, he, I he, mean, his artifacts was badass. I liked all the stuff he had in there. Yeah, I mean, he did have the full, almost full kit of the Republic, Republic Area Mando kit. Um, but for Dryden, he had this way. I believed him as a bad guy. He ha- he does this thing where when he talks to someone, he puts his hand on their chest. That's such a dick power move. <laughs> yeah. Um. And I relate to this next thing so much, good, bad, right, or wrong, where you could be super jovial and then the same sentence, you're fucking so angry that you turn red. Because <laughs> like when start he, turning red? 
Yeah, exactly. So when he's talking to Beckett, when Beckett gets back from failing and he's like, what happened? And Beckett's trying to tell him what happened. And then he says it again. He puts his hand on his chest and he says, trust me like that. I understood that. I felt that <laughs> <laughs> I'm a villain. That's what I'm trying to say. We know. <laughs> we know. All right. Is it me? Is it my turn? It's you. All right. So my like, my next like, and I've not been t- keeping track at all. So I hope somebody is. Um, is the Han and Chewie meet cute? <laughs> I love how they met. Uh, <laughs> I love that he calls him a Kashiki and move milker. <laughs> I have used that at work and people just look at me like I'm speaking Spanish. You've called me that so many times. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then I'm going to include this into it. So even though it's not technically the same scene, but it is a part of that same scene is when they're showering together. <laughs> so, <laughs> we couldn't have done this separately. Love that. That killed me. So was that scene pretty much like how it was in Empire Strikes Back? Whenever the shower? Sees them? Uh, well, the shower, yeah. That was in the deleted scene. <laughs> but no, whenever he comes out of Carbonite and they put him into the chamber with him and how the lines of the chamber on the top I thought equaled out to how they did in this in that part. I need to pay more attention, apparently. <laughs> Whenever he's telling him it's okay. I think he even says it's okay, it's all right. Uh, something to Chewie. Yeah. I'll have to, but, look, I'll have to look back at that. Yeah, it's like how the build of the cell is. It looks the same as what they were in. Nice catch. Um, so for my dislike is that we only got like 0.4 seconds of the Calrissian Chronicle. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Like when he sat down, puts his feet up, and he starts recording thing. I want to hear the rest of that story. And the fact that it was cut off is makes me mad. <laughs> so that's a dislike. How many dislikes are we doing? I miss, I, I forget. Three. Every time. Three. 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 That was that was the third that one. That was two. That was the second that was one. Two. Yeah. Yeah. We've okay. just done two. All right. So uh Dr. Slade, it is your turn. Hello. Uh, you know, just to give the counter argument, I'm going to say a like was Dryden Voss. Um, <laughs> I, <laughs> it wasn't on my list, but you know what? Screw you, Dave. Um, <laughs> no, um, spot on to like what Bria said, his mannerisms, his attitude, his way of sitting on the chair and was like, Kira, come sit here. You know, stuff like that. It's, it makes you cringe and it makes you believe that he has this power. Um, and charismatic. I liked it a lot. Yeah, ex- yeah. He has. He looks like someone who is a underworld leader. You know, that's I believed that with him. Um, I liked seeing this whole aspect of Star Wars that you know our only glimpse of it previously is really Jabba's palace. You know, this 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 shady part. Unless you read some of the you know legends books, really. You don't get a lot of this view of the the shady underworld, um, but you know I, I loved seeing that in this. I loved seeing their playoff with the Cloud Riders. Um, I mean, he ended up being kind of an idiot, but overall, I really liked Dryden Voss. Yeah. <laughs> well, dislike, uh, dislike, dislike. I didn't have a third dislike. I'm going to have to say I did not. Oh, I did not like the opening scene on Kessel where 
um, Han and Kira go into um, Mama Baba Ganoush fish lady with the they're hiding the coaxium from her. Oh, I'm Corella. Oh, Corella. Yeah. 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 What did I say? Castle. Castle. I said Castle. Sorry. You're talking Probably. about Lady Proxima, right? Yes. Thank you. Uh, I don't know. The whole black light thing, it was just an awkward looking scene to me. Um, and I get it. She can't be in the, the light because it burns her skin and probably the other people too. You could add normal light in there. You could have some other kind of light in there. The, the blue light thing, the black light, it was just kind of awkward for me. Um, hey, as, were, as is if, most of my time in a black light. All right. If you, if you were a vampire penis, you wouldn't like the sun either. Seriously. But then we got the rock clicking, and I oh, want it known for anyone who can't see. That's my next like. The video. I have like I have a squishy thermal detonator in my hand. <laughs> That's a lot. I adored the rock click. Yeah, <laughs> I thought it was hilarious. Uh, that okay. So yeah, that's my uh, third dislike is right. the the lighting. I guess that set. Is it me now? Uh, is Bria? Yes. Sorry. Okay. Yes. So my like is um, the we'll have you flying in no time line and then the jump to him literally flying across. <laughs> that makes me laugh every single time. I hate that we lost the Academy section, but it's worth it just for that, like that visual gag. Um, oh, Han, honey, <laughs> you, you tried. Um, and then for my dislike, uh, so this is going to sound complicated because I actually really like the last scene. Um, but also it makes Han seem like a total dick. because And not how he wins it. Like, that's fair and square. Uh, everything, everything about the scene itself is great from, like, Lando's wardrobe down to that. But, like, he knows that Lando just lost L3. And she's now a part of the ship. <laughs> and so basically... <laughs> Han's like, look, I really love your ship. And Linda's like, yeah, but like, it's also kind of my best friend. And Han's like, yeah, but I really like the ship. And I'm going to like do this cool, sweet move and get the ship from you. And Lando's just like, fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so, I mean, and that kind of ties in. Like, I don't necessarily love what happened with L3 either. Um, I think the movie did do kind of poorly with some of its female characters at points. So, yeah, like. It's was both a like that, and a dislike with that last scene. Yeah. Was that scene that you just described with the, the Sabacc game, is that what Lando referred to when we first met him on Cloud City? You say after the stunt you pulled on. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I can't yeah. remember. Yeah. Fair and square. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I just now put that together. Yikes. Yeah. <sighs> All right. <laughs> Just a dick move. Like <laughs> he stole his wife. <laughs> oh and man! Wow. What? What's Han Solo? What the? Yeah, I guess that is a dick move. Huh? Yeah. So, so far, I, I didn't think about say. that either. If anybody who's listened to the show for the first time, they think that we think Han Solo is a dumb dick. <laughs> Han Solo is actually a himbo, but that's a different story. <laughs> I like, mean. He's trying occasionally pull some dick moves and who amongst us if you look through his history of you know what we've seen it's not always the brightest tool in the shed <laughs> brightest crane in the box one of these things he's not yeah he, he also yelled yahoo <laughs> yeah. um 
<laughs> Yippee! All <right>. Yeah. <laughs> All oh, right. Annie. Dave. 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 Dave's not here. Let's <laughs> see. Um, I'm gonna go with. Uh, did we talk about the aliens already in here? No, you talked about planets. Planets. Yeah, I'm gonna go with the aliens. And our favorite one would be thermal scissor punch. <laughs> thermal scissor punch, man. Metal of a fucking name is that. <laughs> thermal. Thermal scissor punch. And what did he do? He didn't even do anything, right? Nothing. <laughs> Out there and looked badass, I guess. He just said a cool name. I mean, uh, but no, that whole scene, like in the, with the, when they're playing a the game and everything, all the aliens in there. Yeah, six eyes that they did in there also. And did y'all notice when he was walking? They were walking down that in the cage with who were fighting in the cage. Uh uh-uh. The gonks. There was two oh, gonk yeah. joints fighting. <laughs> I guess technically they're called power joints, so I guess that'd be a good droid to use, right? Right. You just hear one go gonk and then like falls over. And I assume, every, pretty cool. I assume everybody who's watching this knows that that was Ron Howard's brother. Mm, yeah. Wait, who? The guy who was uh, the slave, or sorry, the droid the match guy. Oh. <laughs> Dana White. Is that the one that L3, like, grabbed by the, like... Yeah, by the oh, face. face. By Let the, the meat man down. Let the meat yeah. man down. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, let's see. Dislikes. Uh, I wasn't ready for this one. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, can I skip a dislike for right now? Yeah, sure. Why not? When, when in Rome, you know? Yeah, okay. So, um, I time. know we just talked about this, but my next like is the thermal detonator rock. I guess Mari still doesn't exist. Yeah, you skipped her. This. Come oh. on, man. What Did is I this? Win? It's okay. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> What's with you and like disrespecting the women of this podcast? Yeah. yeah so man. what I did was I made a list right here of who went where, but it's all fucking convoluted and not in a row. So I'm like, <laughs> That's on a list. I'm an idiot. That's what I am. All right. So Mari, go ahead. <laughs> he did open this up by saying he's all out of it tonight. Yeah, I did. did yeah, this. To be fair. Um, I mean, are you sure you don't want to talk about your detonator rock? You're pretty excited about it. No, it's okay. I have a clip. <laughs> Oh, okay. <laughs> um, I liked the holocron in um, uh, Voss's like room. It was just a cool. Not I don't. I know a lot of people have no idea what they look like, or like probably wouldn't have had any idea what that little pyramid was in his <laughs> office or whatever. Oh, you have? Is that the Jedi one? Yeah. Yeah, I was <laughs> like, yeah, those are so cool. I. <laughs> Because, Slade, you have the Sith one, don't you? I've, somebody I, I know has a, slith, a Sith one. No. You don't have one? What's okay, that? somebody somebody I know has one. And it's That's the so other podcast. Cool. It came out of, like, they opened a chest, and it, like, came out, and it was just, like, Sith Um But when I saw that there, I was like, I wonder what's on that. Uh, um, I went, when I went to Galaxy's Edge, they were sold out. Oh, my gosh. I want one so badly. Um, but then my last dislike was Han actually speaking Wookiee. Was... <laughs> oh, see, I liked that. <laughs> like, I get why, but I was also kind of like cringing. 
<laughs> I think that might have been the point of it. I know, but it was it was just hard. I was out just... of all the languages he could have possibly yeah. picked up. That's the one he got. You <laughs> can actually speak it like awesome. Very... You can understand it, but you can speak, it. but very badly. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> See, I wouldn't. I wouldn't have liked it if they hadn't had like the Perfect. the subtitles on there, and the subtitles weren't in like. Non-grammatically correct English. <laughs> like we have battle of make believe, and I'm like, yes, okay, I'm good. Yeah. That part, it, I did, that I was did like that, but I just, it was painful to listen to. His wiki wasn't great, <laughs> but like uh, I, I had yeah. to pick for my dislike too. So like I was like, oh, I'll just put that one on there, I guess. <laughs> All right. Is everybody else gone? <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. We said no, and we just did another round. <laughs> you forgot Cam. <laughs> oh, yeah. Shit. Cam. Uh, Cam's having technical problems for the last yeah. two months. Oh. Um. <laughs> uh, all right. So my next like was the thermal detonator rock. <gasps> oh, my God. Oh, this is a thermal detonator that I just armed. Stop right there, <laughs> He didn't have a thermal detonator, guys. It was a rock. Spoiler. <laughs> what? By the way, the clip, the I got that clip from YouTube, and the YouTube uh, channel name is Thermal Detonator Daily. <laughs> <laughs> so apparently, what? that's all they do. <laughs> that's beautiful. Um, the same thing over and over again. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> they have 1,600 subscribers, so I guess the joke's on us. Oh, um, my next, or my last dislike, and again, super nitpicky, but why did Maul ignite his saber? Just to show it to us? <laughs> show yeah. of power. Yes! Yep. In case we forgot. He's yeah, like, I haven't shown this for a while, but here it is. <laughs> so yeah, nitpicky. I still love that whole scene, but why, why did he light his saber? Maybe Kira's never seen it. No. That was him telling her who he really is. I don't know. That'd be yeah. terrifying. Uh, yeah. Just look at the she, guy. She had to see it to believe it. She's got <laughs> robot legs. Well, maybe he never even pulled his hood down for her. That was that was the oh. first time. Like, hey, Whoa. look at me. Hey, pal, this is this me. Is a family friendly show. Take this. Hold on, here, guy. Over? Let me show you what you're dealing with. <laughs> Which related? Are we all caught up in the Clone Wars? No, well, but you yes. can talk about she, it because yeah. they've not all watch anyway. talked about it. She's okay, I was just saying, behind. that one little moment where you see Maul talking to like all the leaders in that latest episode and Dryden was there, I was like, oh! And then I couldn't remember his name for like two minutes. <laughs> so I guess I didn't actually like his character that much, but then I was like, oh, Dryden, cool! Sorry. I love when they intertwine everything like that. And it's, well, speaking of intertwining Solo, I'm sure you guys may already mention this. I will mention this, but when they mentioned Black Spire and Doc Ondar in the movie, that was pretty cool. Because mm-hmm. that was at a time before we even knew about Galaxy's Edge, right? Mm-hmm. Like a lot of the details about it, anyway. Uh, d- details, like... yes, but we knew we knew we knew we knew it was called Black Spire at that time, though. That's racist. All right, Slade. That's racist. Uh, <laughs> speaking of racist, one of my <laughs> I good segue. Uh, L3. Uh, um, her humor, specifically the scene with Kira on the Falcon. Holy shit, was that hilarious, I thought. Yes. Um, 
<laughs> with well, it, and she, Kira's like, "How does that even work?" Uh, it works. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it's just it was it was good. It was great timing. It was it was hilarious. You know, she talks about being sentient on on the planet they just left, and now they're there, and she has this whole extra bit that we've never seen from droids really in Star Wars. And, um, you know, I, I like that part of sci-fi a lot, you know, the AI and, um, stuff that happens like that. So seeing that I, I was really interested in, it. I really liked that, that part of her character. I agree. That's I my that. like. I have that on my list as well, sir. Well, not anymore. <laughs> it's true. Stolt it. All right, Bria. What about the um, dislikes? Nope, no dislikes. There, there, there are no more dislikes. Oh, there is no more. I'm the one that only has... I'm sorry. Uh, you don't have to. <laughs> okay, good. I can come up with some. Oh, no. Okay. <laughs> All right, I'm doing a like. Um, I It could have gone so poorly uh, if you just... If you had just shown me these lines in the script and were like, they're going to do this, I would have been like, uh-huh, sure. Great, that sounds dumb. But the delivery of I hate you, I know was so perfectly done that it's another one of my favorite moments in the movie. And, like, it it shouldn't work. Like, that, that pair of lines absolutely should not work. But, like, the two actors just play it perfectly. And I crack up every time, especially when it's then followed by Han doing his... Look, we're fine here. There's that whole ship filled with warriors. Lando exits stage left with the Millennium Falcon. Like, just those two things paired together, especially. I'm like, yes, perfect. I love it. Just got to give him a signal. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm going to turn that back over to you. <laughs> Good job, Han. The way he backed right, right back <laughs> up into the spot that he was at. <laughs> All right. Uh, Mari, your next like. Um, you guys like took all of them. The Kyozo Petar, um, which was Dryden, Dryden Boss's uh, hand weapons, they were so badass. <laughs> um, See. I was, huh? See. <laughs> See, yeah the the fact that they're kind of like a vibro blade, but with the double edges, really cool, and they could like, be thrown and everything. And then when Kira actually myrtleizes him with them and a sword. Yeah, those were cool weapons. <laughs> I liked seeing her myrtleize him. That was a cool bit. They, yeah. they let her... Continuing on with the, with the discussion from earlier about how she was her own character. She wasn't there just to be the supporting girlfriend. She ended up doing her own thing at the end, which was awesome. But more than just going her own way at the end and making that decision... She was kind of like the hero of it by doing that. Han, yeah. I, I smuggled some stuff, yay. She was the one that beat up the bad guy and then went on to possibly have an amazing career or just get murked by Maul when she shows up. One of the two. Either way, though, it's it, it, really cool. What is she as you all know, I just can't see her the same way anymore. So watching, rewatching this <laughs> was a, yeah. What if she's going planet to planet, building an army to go to croissant? Croissant, Jesus. Croissant. Tell <laughs> <laughs> everybody. You said C, and now you're just planet. gone. Almost <laughs> dropped my croissant. 
Um, so uh, Vine Dross is it's with brass knuckle knives. We're called <laughs> Kaizo Patars, and when he hits the button, they become lined with a scintillating monomolecular energy cord. <laughs> now you know. <laughs> Sometimes Star Wars is so dumb. It is. I love it, but like, God. Motho electrical, you bastards. <laughs> All right. Uh, who's up? Um, I like seeing the um, uh, Return of the Jedi bounty, bounty uh, hunter's outfit back. Uh, the one that Lando used. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't know if it had a name or not. Skip oh, what is it? Okay, let's see. Another one of my Star Wars cards just got ripped. Oh, out. no worries. Uh, <laughs> we all had multiple Star Wars cards pulled out of our <laughs> piles today. Although <laughs> I did gain a uh, croissant card. Oh. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> all right, that was pretty cool seeing that again. Yeah, that was cool. And he actually looked really cool in it, too. So, <laughs> uh, oh, God, my next like. Um, I don't like it. I don't agree <laughs> with it, but I accept it. <laughs> I've used that at work a lot. <laughs> I use it at the gym with my gym buddy when she makes me do things I don't want to do. <laughs> and I'm just like, I just look at her finish with a little handshake at the end and she just looks to me and cracks up. <laughs> so yeah, I really, really enjoyed that one. All right, we're back up to Slade Michelle Geller. <laughs> with the uh imperial blockade oh what a visual that was gorgeous yeah i didn't dig the entire kessel run plot bit uh i like the thing with the pikes though on the uh, on kessel uh, but the blockade looked awesome with the star destroyer ha we're gonna make it funny now because they'll never send TIE fighters after a little cargo ship, and a freaking squadron of them comes out of the <laughs> bottom of the ship. Um, One of those was a TIE bomber. It was just mm-hmm. such a menacing-looking scene, and you know, seeing it now, it looked a lot like the Rise of Skywalker imagery um, for how, how those Star Destroyers looked. And uh, I really dug it. I thought that was a gorgeous... Like, that's, that's poster-worthy, that's, that, uh, that whole scene there. Thank you very much. Namaste. Uh, Nama go. Uh, Bria. All right. So technically someone already said this, but I'm going to say it again because I can. Um, Everything with Emphis Nest was amazing, but I specifically love, and I know that this kind of got a little bit of controversy on Twitter. Um, I liked the reveal with her uh, because Star Wars has always done a really good job with preserving the magic of, of surprise of like a revealed identity. Um, I mean, obviously the big one is, is Vader, but I was specifically thinking of also in the phantom and it does it a good job, especially with, with women. Um, because in the phantom menace, you have Padme revealing herself to actually be Amidala and the queen. I remember that blew my nine-year-old mind. I was like, (laughs) (gasps) like I looked like Anakin in that, in that moment. Um, and then for KOTOR, um, <coughs> I obviously played through the game as a, as a female player character. And I, because it was the early 2000s. And at that point, you kind of expect Star Wars to do that thing where they're always like, oh, you know, 
the dudes are the big bad Sith Lords, and the dudes are the big bad heroes, the dudes are like all the all the characters. And then you find out in the game that like you're actually Revan. And that blew my mind as a 14-year-old or however old I was at the time playing the game. Um so I liked that with Enfys Ness, like you didn't expect it with her voice modulator. You didn't expect her to be a woman underneath the helmet. Um, and none of us, I think, would have even suspected it had we not seen the translations on like the French toy packaging where they're, they use female pronouns for her. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was great. And then actually I was, I was kind of expecting them to reveal her when you first saw her face. They lingered so long that I thought there was a chance she was going to be Valen Beckett's daughter. Um. Obviously that didn't happen. I kind of wish it did, but like, but yeah, no, I love, I love that the moral of star Wars is get out of the way of teenage girls because they will end you. <laughs> Boy, that would be crazy if that had been yeah. Val's daughter. <laughs> I mean, it makes sense. Like yeah. the actress is half black. So she just got on Twitter, by the way, <laughs> please don't harass her. Yeah. If you're listening please. To this. <laughs> if anyone harasses her, like, no. She's so not. nice, though. She's yeah. so she is sweet. really nice. Yeah. So nice. All right. Whose turn is it now? Mari? Yeah. Mari. Um, I liked the Darth Maul reveal because I love Darth Maul. Um, but no, I just thought it was um, awesome that they picked that particular villain, essentially, to have her open that wave up and be like, Hey, BT doves. He's, he's gone. I'm, I'm here. Oh, well here I am. I'm Darth Maul. <laughs> like what? <laughs> <laughs> I was definitely blown away when, when that reveal happened. So yeah, I, I particularly enjoyed that. What I didn't enjoy, however, is when I was going into the theater and the two dick noses yeah. that came out said, I can't believe that was a mall. Yeah. Aww. That's how I got spoiled too. It's like, why, why are, are you the way like that, that you are? I don't know. They're they're what's wrong with the paper business today. <laughs> Actually, when we saw, I saw this movie in the theater with Cam, um, opening day, and he is a huge Mall fan. So this was uh, a a very pleasant surprise to the both of us. We didn't, we had no idea. I had about no him. idea. We kind of yeah. hoped because 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 they were dealing with, you know, uh, Crimson Dawn and and all the you know you know who I answer to and stuff like that. So we we were thinking maybe, 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 but having the reveal, it was just like, oh shit, yes. And we knew right away, because at first you could hear it. Mm-hmm. You, you heard his legs at, you heard the mechanical legs at first. And uh, before you saw him or heard his voice really. And we were both like, wait, wait, who else is like that? That they would spend the time making, I mean, it's not fucking grievous, you know? So <laughs> it, it was really cool. That's, I had a lot, um, whoever was in the theater with me watching it, I don't remember who it was. They were like, but isn't he dead? And I haven't seen Clone Wars, and I haven't gotten too far into the lore and everything, but being that Darth Maul is one of my favorite characters, I did research. And I was like, nah, he's not dead. And they're like, but he was cut in half. And I'm like, Star Wars. Yeah. Spike I am really glad I got to see the movie a couple of days early because of some preview screening they were doing in DC. Um, Cause it meant that when I went to see it on release night with two of my friends, one of who was a huge mall fan, I had to like very carefully, like just 
slide my eyes over and like try not to reveal with any body language but so i could watch him like freak out and i was just like yep this is this is beautiful um also jerks who spoil things are why i refuse to go and do 501st troops for film premieres before i see the movie myself because i don't trust anyone (laughs) that's fair that's more than fair you know, Bri, you know how the theater is at the gallery place in DC with those escalators all the way up? Yep. So I got him on the escalator. Ooh. Unfortunately. Yep. <laughs> See, that's how that's how it is on um at uh, the Air and Space Museum in DC too. Like the escalators come like they yep. let out at the top and then they come yep. down. And so we're usually hanging around there in costume. And people are talking about the movie, which like I can't blame them, but also it's like, oh no. <laughs> and they set the lineup at that particular place right at the end of that escalator like they had to go through the line of people waiting to go into the movie to it was a hot mess uh i remember when i left the theater after the force awakens the person i was with was beginning to start talking about han and i literally just punched him because there were people (laughs) around Because I, because I, I couldn't just say like, <laughs> "Hey, stop!" <laughs> I had to be like, "No, you, no, wait till we get to the car, you idiot." I saw, I saw a Kylo Ren cosplayer when I was coming out of my viewing of The Force Awakens, and I just ran, like I just like, pulled it past him. I was like, "No, I just go cry in my car. Like I can't take this. Let me just go." Yeah, I've learned from now on. Whenever I go to the theater, I'm just gonna go la 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 the whole time until I get into. People think I'm crazy because I don't watch. So the first trailer releases and that's all I watch. Um, I don't and I don't read any news like I don't do any of that because I want the most out of the first time I watch it. So I'm I'm 100 percent like, don't spoil this. Don't talk to me. None of that. That drove me nuts with the Rise of Skywalker with you because I'd be like, dude, did you see this thing? And you're like, no. And I'm like, but damn it <laughs> i wish i could do that man like there were so many things in rise of skywalker that they showed in the trailer where i was just like um come he kept, on he tried multiple times but um i just can't I it's want, crazy I want, that people actually like to be spoiled i don't understand like they just show too much in trailers these days and i'm like i, I want people are dumb that's true oh, i mean they gotta I guess show them everything before they go in so they can be mad before they even go in that some stupid thing didn't happen that they made happen in their mind. I mean, I just respect your ability to like be on the internet and not get spoiled. And I do movie reviews. So I I actually like would go to movies and the trailer would be playing and you can ask my friends this. I will sit with my fingers in my ears going the entire time when how to train your dragon, the new trailer came out. I was like, for the third one, I was like, nope, mm-mm, I'm not I'm not watching this. Yeah. I feel like I, I need to go get a hat so I can take it off. <laughs> like, don't my hat to you. <laughs> Damn, girl. That's yeah. impressive. All right, who's up next? David? Is it David? I think it was me. I'm going to go with Ron Howard. Um, I've seen a lot of his stuff, and I was... Whenever I heard that he was going to do the rest of it <clears throat> I, I i didn't know what to expect i was nervous but what he did was really good he he uh did a lot of fan service i think in it and gave us more of a broad like with 
the whole LG thing, LG, <laughs> L3 thing. <laughs> I thought that was pretty cool what he did with that, with her. Sorry. Yeah, it makes that that scene, uh, was it A New Hope, when C-3PO gets into the Falcon, and he's like, this ship has a particular dialect. Mm -hmm. That was pretty cool. And why he would call her a she, call it a she all the time. Yeah. That explained that. He stole his friend's wife. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Ron Howard. Good job. And the crew. Uh, my next dislike. Is this our fourth round? This is our last. Is our oh, last. Is oh, good. Perfect. Because this, I saved this hoping that no one would say it. I have um, from Jump Street of this podcast and anybody who listened to me before that said all I want in Star Wars is a legitimate trench warfare style Star Wars movie. And we got a glimpse of that with the Mud Troopers and I loved it. I literally, I actually went to see this movie by myself. And I remember literally sitting up in my chair going, oh, yeah. And the guy beside me looking at me very uncomfortably. Um, <laughs> I really, really, really like that. I, I, that's all I want in Star Wars is a trench warfare movie. Um, but since we've gone through all of our likes and dislikes, I actually have a couple more honorable mentions I think I'll mention here. Chewie's goggles. <laughs> he just looked adorable. Um, Lando's cape closet. Yes, that was my he, on my secondary list. <laughs> he had so many capes. <laughs> um, Chewie actually ripping somebody's arms off. <laughs> that was amazing. that was a great one. That was such a great callback. Love that. And, and then not too long after that, he lawn darts one of the pike guards. Like he picks <laughs> him up and slams him head first. <laughs> amazing. Uh, the droid rebellion with L three. That was a lot yep. of fun. Uh, what, during the droid rebellion when Lando comes out to see what the hell's going on and somebody shoots the Falcon, he looks back at the Falcon and he looks back at the guy like, you mother... And then it shoots him. Um, and then the Falcon, of course. And then last but not least, not if you round down, buddy. <laughs> Love that. <laughs> can we throw in the soundtrack in there? Yeah, I was going to say, can uh, we, yeah. add, we had extras? Yeah. That's funny. We uh, usually spend a long time on the soundtracks and we didn't this time. Yeah. It was going to be my next one if we went around again. <laughs> well, I mean, if you guys have some honorable mentions, go, go ahead and... Infant's yeah, like, uh, this... Nest music. The, when, I mean, they had the kids' choir doing with her her theme. And that was awesome. Oh, we can't... We can't not mention how bad... A completely badass... Maybe the most badass part of this whole movie is when Infant's Nest jumps off the roof of that hut with oh her electric river. And... Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. She, she doesn't even have like parts of her costume on because they used yeah. on the old lady yeah. disguiser. Oh. See, I'm telling you, Enfys Nez, like don't mess with teenage girls in Star Wars. <laughs> I don't know why they're taking so long to make a D plus show with her in it. Something Well, what was her Enfys her Nez Twitter reveal? What was her I'm Twitter saying. reveal like PP, remember that? Like two months ago, Enfys Nez said not Enfys, Aaron Kellyman said that she's doing like there's something in the works, but it wasn't revealed. So she so on her maybe? on her Instagram, she's been posting a lot of um, stories where she's she keeps mentioning her new show, her new show, and she's exercising, she's working out, she's doing speech therapy and things like that. Um, Star Wars fans can only speculate, right? But let's hope it's something that we want. <laughs> it's always that new, new director that's coming in. 
It's a Grey's Anatomy spinoff. <laughs> Only you could put Grey's Anatomy into a Star Wars podcast. <laughs> I was going to say, the disrespect. She only has 739 followers on Twitter, but she hasn't tweeted. <laughs> I mean, she's, uh, you know. she's replied to people. Yeah. So can you I... talked about how much we talked about music. I'm sorry, Bria. I was like, how much we I... talked about music, but the, uh, you know, you went like balls in with the music for Attack of the Clones. That song is still in my head. Two Cross weeks later, stars, man. I can't get it I'm out of my head either. Still humming that stupid song from that movie. <laughs> Which one? Across the stars. Across the stars. Oh, oh, that's so good. That's like the one main of the best theme. tracks. Right. Yeah. So we watched. You know, two weeks ago was when we did Attack of the Clones, and we spent a good ten minutes talking about that song and how it was intertwined through the movie and how great it was. It's still in my head and it's driving me nuts. I apologize for cutting you off. No, you're fine. I was just saying, I like music too. But uh, can I can I mention an honorable mention that's like attached to the movie, but not actually part of the movie? What it is? Last shot, baby. <laughs> um, well, actually, like both the two books that they had as tie-ins to to the film, so Last Shot and then Most Wanted, were both. I felt like they both kind of slipped under under the radar of everyone. Um. Because Most Wanted was really good, especially if you're a Kira fan. And then Last Shot gave us, um, hold on, let me quote this correctly. Uh, Lando Calrissian narrating his outfit um, and including about the pants, the phrase, tight enough for a bulge and the insinuation of an ass. (laughs) In a Star Wars book. (laughs) Lando's bulge. Oh, man. (laughs) No, it is a full, it's a full page, like. Yeah, of Lando's of, bulge. Of, of, of Lando narrating his outfit. Like, he starts with pants, dark purple with a gold stripe up either side. Um, talking about his unassailable smile. And then going all the way down to the finishing touch, the cape. Yellow? No, no. Tonight, red. Right. Unflinching. Unpolygetic. Crimson red. Unstoppable red. <laughs> like, it's a whole... It goes from, like, here to halfway down this page. And it's the most yeah. beautiful thing I've ever read in a book. I can't remember the the part about the the capes that he the reason why he wears them because they're stylish. Why? No, he he does it to like throw people off or like to. Yeah, I don't have the. He exact... does something with like, he wears certain capes for certain reasons. Um, just so you know, Bria, I'm going to yes. cut out that that quote you just did and put that as one of the openers to our show. <laughs> <laughs> If I we could just get just you reading the whole page. I'll yeah. do it. Just, I'll just record do. that. That'd be awesome. Uh, we started doing YouTube Live. If you want to come on and just read that book. Yeah. <laughs> I will literally just read the Lando sections. That's fine. I have no shame anymore. I have a little bit of shame. But I mean, you know. Last that time book, I got you. Good, yeah. This time I'm telling you about Lando's bulge. It's fine. I'm a professional. A lot of hate for that book. But, yeah. I don't know why, but a lot of people didn't like it. Last shot. Uh-huh. I mean, those people are wrong. But that's okay. well, uh, yeah. They can be And they're wrong. I mean, it has Fikpa. It has an Ewok. <laughs> yeah. Actually, speaking yes. of that. We are good at segues. Well, I guess that means it's time for the Ewok agenda, where I talk to you guys about some cool Ewok fact. Um, so a lot of people have heartache over, you know... It, 
seeing the Ewoks in the Ewok movies and how they're all like sweet and nice to people. And then they go to being cannibals in Return of the Jedi. Uh, I guess not cannibals, human eaters in Return of the Jedi. <laughs> There's actually a canon explanation for this. And Ooh. it was in the um, it? It, it's in the um, middle grade novelization of Return of the Jedi. This came out after the Disney acquisition. So it's canon. Um, what happens is. When the Empire came down, they totally raised a an Ewok village, just, just wiped it out, and all those inhabitants of that village then went over to the village you see in Return of the Jedi, the uh, Bright Tree Village. And so those, those survivors went over to Chief Chirpa, they told him what happened, and that's why they now instantly hate and don't trust any humans. Why Why Wicked didn't trust Leia right away, why they don't trust Han and all them right away, is because, well, now these aliens equal bad. They've come, they've raised a village, they've done all this bad stuff, so now we're here to fight them, as opposed to why they were all cuddly and sweet in the Ewok movies, which was five years earlier. Uh, this has been my TED Talk. Thank you very much. <laughs> oh, man, always comments late to educate the people. <laughs> Yep. Um, People so, love that too. I mean, I know you're not look, on Twitter. You didn't Dave. know, so now you know. So don't hey, start. No, hundred percent. I love the Ewok agenda because <laughs> it's really our only agenda. <laughs> <laughs> That's why we're here. <laughs> um, say in group, the you say you had a rant. Didn't you have a rant you want me to bring up to you? Uh, our chat group. Did I, did I have it. a rant today? Um, I think it might be related to today's news. Um, that's not on StarWars.com, so it's we're not saying this is real. But today, they that was the Hollywood Reporter or some shit like that said yeah. that Boba Fett's going to be in season two of The Mandalorian. Um, I know how I feel about it because I'm me. <laughs> Um, but I would love to know Bria's thoughts. I was just gonna. Oh, say. I'm sorry. Were my, was my face giving that away? <laughs> <laughs> like, all I want to do every time I hear about this is just like seeing that part of Hamilton, where it's like, should we take out Boba Fett's, you know, head? Do whatever you want. I'm super dead. And I just, <laughs> I, out of everyone with the Django Fett genome. The character I am least interested in hearing more about is Boba Fett. Like, he died, bro. Bye. Yep. And, I mean, the only good <laughs> so thing is... So did Maul. Yeah, I mean... Okay, but th that's the part that ticks me off, though, is... Yeah, he looks cool. That's about it to me. He died. And if he died and comes back, and Fennec Shan died with one lousy episode where she got killed by a Diet Dash Rendar, I am going to be so mad. A Diet Dash Rendar? Diet Dash Rendar. <laughs> I wonder if that username is taken on Twitter, because I want to I hope it's not. That. Like, <laughs> not even good enough to be Diet Han Solo. He's Diet Dash Rendar. Let's be very clear about my insults here. Oh, man. Um, the only good thing I saw about it is if Tamora Morrison is actually playing him because only him or Daniel Logan should be the people playing anyone who is cloned of Django in live action. But I, I, yeah. I like the Tamora Morrison idea because, well, he's aged since then, as this does take place a little later. So that part of it, I was like, OK, cool. Yeah, get get some of that screen time, buddy. 
Uh, I looked it up there. This wasn't my rant. My rant was on Cam posting something from Twitter. Um, someone bitched about Ray being able to deflect a blaster bolt. Oh, yeah. What? Yeah. And let me... Before so, you get into this, every time I see someone say that Ray's a Mary Sue, I'm now going to start replying to them and calling them uh, Barry Lou's. So <laughs> this uh, extremely intelligent young man, of course, said, for 40 years of movies, <laughs> Jedi used a lightsaber for that. Other than Vader, Vader absorbing Solo's bolts in Empire, well, it's settled. Ray is the true grandmaster of the Jedi and we see people like this. We, we see fans like this all the time bitching about the stuff Ray can do. Oh, my God. Just fucking get over yourselves, people. Like, seriously. There's, there's so... We have what? We have 20... Math is hard. 25 hours, maybe, of live-action video of, of Force users being able to do stuff. Guess what? You haven't seen everything they can do in 25 hours over the 2,000 years that the Jedi have been around. There's so much more that they can do. Um, so the, stop. Just stop giving excuses for why you think Rey can't be good at shit. Look at Luke. He had even less time to train and less time to prepare and less time to do anything, and he did more than Rey ever did at that point. Ray then was able to learn other stuff and had more people teach her and do other things. And that's how she was able to grow. And she's a fucking Palpatine. Um, but like really Spoiler this, alert. this, all, all these people who just continually bash on not only the new trilogy, but the fact that Ray is something good. You'll notice there's a trend with all of them and I don't care calling them. They're out. They're all, you know, 30-something white dudes. All of them. That's the people that bitch about this. And it's so exhausting. And I... Stop. Thank you. That's literally the most that we've ever talked about that subset of fans on this episode. Because we show. usually don't want to give them any 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 attention. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, with actually, with that being said... Stop it. Get some help. <laughs> And the problem is it's such a vocal minority that a lot of people really think that that's, that's the Star Wars fan base. That's what Star Wars is, is these people mm -hmm. who hate, who are the gatekeepers to new fans, who hate on the new trilogy. Everyone hates the new trilogy. No, most people like the new trilogy. They're just a vocal minority that hates the new trilogy. Uh, just like the prequels. Guess what? When the prequels came out, people loved them. It was later on people started just bitching about Jar Jar and this and this and picking out these little things. Guess what? The majority of fans, you go to Celebration, you go to any other con, they're there. They're dressed up like Kylo Ren. They're dressed up like Rey and the First Order and the Stormtroopers and Ewoks. I'm pretty sure this guy goes to the cons dressed like Rey, too. I would if I still had the legs for it. It's good to know yourself. Yeah. <laughs> uh, speaking, speaking of cosplay, please more people go as Lando Calrissian uh, in cosplay, please. Just so I can say buckle up, baby, every time I walk by one. <laughs> Selfishly. <laughs> I want them to make more, like, I know they made that one button-down shirt with that cool yellow print of his, yeah. but, like, if they would make that in a woman's cut, I would actually wear yellow. <laughs> I tried to get that shirt three times at Celebration. It was sold out every time. Oh, man. Dang. Celebration was fun. 
<laughs> yeah, let's go back. Oh, wait. Well, wait, yeah. Well, well you know, they they're going to actually have it in April instead of just canceling it. And, oh, no, like, was... DC or... <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> just move it Please. from Anaheim. <laughs> I'm fine with Anaheim, but Anaheim in August, I was like, oh, God. <laughs> no, I was going to take a costume and there's no way. Anaheim in August. Someone asked if I was going to bring my new Padme handmaiden costume, and I'm like, that's eight yards of velvet. No. (laughs) You would probably die from heat exhaustion. I mean, I'd be fine because, you know, I troop in armor. So I'm used to sweating and dying, but like, I don't want to wreck that fabric, man. (laughs) You would look like Uncle Owen and Aunt Beru. (laughs) (laughs) That's how they aged so much. That's how they aged. It wasn't the double thumb that was eight yards of velvet. Ooh, new band name. Call it. Eight yards of velvet. Eight yards of velvet. All right, guys. I think that'll do it for this episode. Uh, Can't thank Bria enough for coming on and putting up with us. Um, In fact, that Mari, Mari has come back like on her own. (laughs) 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 All right, Bria. Thank you, and uh, until next time. Hey, what are we doing next? Uh, Rogue One. Oh, yeah. Not Rouge One. Everybody who's typing. (laughs) Rouge leader. The X-Men uh, are my favorite, yes. Yeah, so that yeah, movie really... is perfect, so none of you should have any dislikes next week when you guys I, do this. Generally worried about that. I think <laughs> I'm going... Okay, I will come up with five dislikes. <laughs> oh! Look, I thought we were getting along great. Yeah, I go. Let's do it. I'm if he has five dislikes, uh, so we might be looking for a new host. Um... <laughs> <laughs> All right, thanks, guys. Thank you. Thanks, everybody. Diet Dash Spindar out. <laughs> Eight Yards Velvet coming soon. Tight <laughs> enough for a bulge in the insinuation of an ass. <laughs>